This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs, donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now, here's Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll, and Lucy Valido. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And yes, indeed, we have a winning combination today. It's always a winning combination when we have one of the only two award-winning score volunteers. Of course, I'm talking about Lucy Polito with us today. How are you doing, Lucy? Well, if I was any better, uh, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> and you're getting ready to go to South America in a couple of weeks, aren't you? I sure am, but I'm not going to let go of you guys, so I will be able to still be around, and you'll hear me on a weekly basis. Ah, it's going to be interesting to see what the the background behind you will look like when you're in Colombia. Well, I'll try to be a good girl and and continue to... uh, give you a good impression okay Okay. all right i am christopher hart of the american adversaries radio show but of course this show is all about score and everything score has to offer you and once again the doors are wide open at score are they not lucy they are and we still continue to be on the same schedule every day from uh, 10 to 4 monday through thursday 10 to 4 maybe it's monday through friday uh, Friday. Yeah, I think it is. All right. In either case, it's, I mean, if you're in the area and you want to stop by or if you're there at the Fashion Square, you can stop in. But if you really want to sit down and speak at link with someone, we would like you to call ahead and make an appointment. The number being 407-420-4844. Of course, SCORE is located in the National Entrepreneur Center, which is located in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall on the West End, just off of McGuire there. Really easy to find, really easy to get to, really easy to get in and out. And, of course, there's plenty of parking. So uh, please do call ahead, 407-420-4844. That way you can sit down with someone at length to talk about uh, how SCORE can help you. And they can help you, in, of course, in a multitude of ways. And if it's a simple enough question, perhaps they can even take care of it over the telephone. And, of course, you can always go to Orlando.score.org, which is an excellent website. You'll see when you go there. And, of course, they also have an excellent newsletter, which we would like you to sign up for. All of that, no charge, Orlando.score.org. And don't forget the the Facebook page, too, Score Orlando on Facebook. But to get back to SCORE, as I said, the, the mentorship program there has been there right through the last couple of years. Even when the offices were closed, busy, you were, I mean, Lucy, you were busier than ever, weren't you? Yeah, we were. And we were very uh, surprised and, and actually very pleased to know that, you know, we kept on going and uh, we had wonderful results as a result of it. I mean, we learned a lot of things. Uh, one of the things we learned was that, you know, we do uh, classes. So you do these classes and we were doing them in person. Now we can do them both in person and also on Zoom. So that was a discovery for all of us, I guess. And that turned out to be very good because we were able to bring people from other parts of the United States. So we had people who joined us from other cities, which was very good and very interesting. So that was a lesson learned. That was an experience for all of us. And now it's the best of both worlds, yes. you might say. So yes. you all you have to do, once again, is ask for it. And the educational programs she's talking about are seminars, the Coffee with the Leader presentations, 
which have continued. And that's just half the story, because we're talking about the local score office. And, of course, it is a nationwide organization with offices all across the country, lots of volunteers, over 15,000 all across the country, uh, like Lucy, and they are there for you, ladies and gentlemen. And if for some reason, uh, one of the volunteers here in Central Florida, it's rare, but I suppose it does happen. If for some reason, the volunteers here don't have the expertise or advice that you need with your particular issue, they'll go to the nationwide scheme of things and get it from one of the other volunteers who does have it. And, of course, now with all the Zoom and stuff, it's more common than ever to do that, or or I should say easier than ever to do that because it is a more common thing. So, by the way, SCORE also has a national website, SCORE.org, and at that website they have lots of great templates. This would be documents that you can use for your business, everything from a basic business plan to probably the most elaborate of documents, and they're there for your for your use, not just to see them, but to download them and use them. So all of that at SCORE.org. And once again, the educational programs, the documentation, the mentorship program. How much does it cost again, Lucy? You know, it's such a bargain. It's not even funny. And and sometimes I wish we would charge because people seem to appreciate things more when they have to pay for them. But in this case, you don't have to pay for anything. And it is all free. <laughs> the so, big F word, free, ladies and gentlemen. Take advantage of it, for goodness sake. That's right. All you have to do is reach out. Once again, a multitude of ways. 407-420-4844, orlando.score.org. And, of course, the offices are wide open again. And, by the way, if you would like to be a volunteer at SCORE, check them out. Give them a call. Yes. Or, you, know. And, you know, we are growing, and we, we do have an opportunity uh, to uh, – take some additional people in because, uh, uh, you know, as we said before, SCORE is growing. Businesses uh, are in need of experts. So we are always ready to uh, bring in some other people. And, you know, there's a lot of training involved. Uh, But if you want to give back, if you're, you know, we always say we are called uh, Senior Corps of Retired Executives, but you don't have to be retired. You just have to have some time available uh, that you would like to give back. So why not do that? That's one of the advantages, I think, of of having that experience is don't let that experience die when you retire. Come on, keep giving away. Give it to someone who's going to use it and use it very well. And that's from someone who's been doing this for a few years now. 22 years, believe it or not. So, obviously, folks, she wouldn't be doing it if she didn't get a lot of gratification out of it. So, if you're available and you're looking for something like that, check them out at SCORE. You will not be sorry. That brings us to our today's guest, which I'm going to do something I don't think we've done before. Maybe rarely, but I'm going to let you introduce him, Lucy, because you actually know the gentleman. I do, and I know him for a good reason. He happens to be my tax man, <laughs> and uh, he, he does a very good job. I, of course, you know, anytime I do my taxes, I almost tremble, but I know I am in good hands with George. Uh, George has a very good organization. He not only does taxes for individuals, but he also has an ample uh, group of uh, businesses that he handles, and he's also an additional, uh, he's also a uh, uh, advisor, financial advisor, 
I don't take his I I don't take his finance or his uh, investment advisement because I already pay enough taxes. I don't need to pay any more taxes. <laughs> so well, I don't I don't handle that part of it, or I don't work with him in that part. He only takes care of my taxes. All so, right. Well, let's bring in then George Raridan to the conversation. George, how are you doing today? Doing great. It's a great day. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Now, George, I don't believe you've been on the show before with us, have you? No, I haven't. I've, I've, uh, I have listened. Uh, you know, uh, I've heard it before. Okay. Well, good. Uh, well, th- then you know the way we like to start things around here is to find out something about the individual themselves before we get into their business and that sort of thing. So tell us about George Raritan. Are you from Central Florida? Where'd you grow up? That sort of thing. Yeah, you know, uh, 1974, we moved to Florida, uh, right right down in Winter Park. Uh, went to Winter Park Junior High and then went to uh, Lyman High up in uh, Longwood where we moved. Uh, UCF grad. Uh, so not born. I was born in Charleston, South Carolina, but uh, pretty much grew up in Florida, in Central Florida. What did you study at uh, UCF? I was a business major, and uh, you know, so uh, got out of out of UCF, and 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 actually always wanted to be a financial advisor. Get into that that type of business always interested me. All right. Before once again, before we get to that, what did you do right out of college? What did you do along the way? I was working for a very large corporation, uh, helping. Um, it, people who were involved in financial planning. I, I was sort of the, the technical um, expert that came in and, and helped them, you know, put together all the plans and things like that. And, and after about four years, I uh, decided to, to take a sabbatical, went back and got my graduate degree and redirected. And, and then I've been an independent uh, advisor since that time. So over 30 years. The graduate degree, I take it in business as well? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so you, you struck out on your own. How, how difficult was it uh, starting out? Well, I tell you, uh, I started with a desk and a phone and and I had help. Uh, you know, other business owners that, uh, you know, they 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 helped me along the way and were, were guiding just like the score folks do. Uh, but, uh, you know, built it up from uh, from a desk and a phone and uh, here I am today and I've been I've been self-employed uh, running my own business uh, for more than 30 years <laughs> I, I take it then no regrets that you left the corporate world behind not none at all <laughs> yeah I, uh, I you know I I like making my own decisions and I think mo- probably most of the people that are trying to start their own businesses have that same mindset. Uh, which is important. You know, you have to be a trailblazer and, and willing to, to, to go through uh, the hard times to, to make it work, to get it going. And that's uh, that's really what it's all about. And Lucy, you see that every day. But I got to take a break at this point. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation with George Raritan. George, do you have a website people can visit while uh, we take the break here? Mm-hmm. Planningoffices.com. Planning. P L A N N I G O F F I E S dot com. Planning offices. 
PlanningOffices.com. All right, check it out while we take this break. And while you're at it, please also go to Orlando.score.org, if you haven't already, and sign up for the excellent newsletter there. And once again, the offices are open for SCORE. If you'd like to make an appointment, come in and speak with someone about your particular needs. 407-420-4844 is the number. 407-420-4844. Okay, we will be right back with more of What's the Score? the score and once again we want to thank you for tuning in and telling your friends and family about the show we really do appreciate it lucy Polito from score and myself christopher hart here today our guest is george raridan and by the way his website if you'd like to visit is planningoffices.com planningoffices.com george why planning offices well it's uh, really i i kind of describe myself as a financial advisor uh, I kind of bring in multiple disciplines in the area of uh, finance and accounting and, and wealth management. And so what I do that's really probably the most valuable to anyone is the planning part, looking forward and, and trying to, to you know, find where someone wants to go and how are they going to get there. And so that's, you know, the easiest uh, that that fit. Um you know, really the thing that I do for folks, I help them plan out their future. All right. And Lucy, you know, you said that you don't take his, uh, you know, you don't seek his advice for that, but obviously taxing, no. taxes. You but have you know, to, you, you, now that he's talking about planning the future, George, you have a new job. Find me a husband. Uh, that's part of the financial planning that's probably outside your playbook George. Uh, but what I was going to say is uh, taxes is a big part of that is it not it's a big part yeah yeah you know when you're really in fact it's how I I ended up doing a lot of tax preparation is from the planning. I, I sort of backed into it in that as I was working with people on their financial planning, they would I would bring up topics related to their taxes and they say, well, why don't you just do that for me then, George? And the whole thing just kind of blossomed uh, from there as far as that that part of my practice. And Lucy, I, I saw you. Were you raising your hand? Did you want to say? No, I, I just... You know, one of the important things precisely is the fact that uh, George does know an awful lot about uh, all that type of investing and what have you. And so it is excellent, in my opinion, anyway, what I found out doing my own tax, not not doing my taxes, God forbid, uh, but uh, learning uh, or getting to know George a lot better, I, I realized that there are a lot of opportunities when you do have investments uh, you have to know what investments are going to be more beneficial to you from a tax point of view. And I think that's something that I hadn't encountered before in all my life, really. I don't think anybody ever brought that up. I mean, I knew it was involved in the paperwork and stuff like that, but nobody really talked about it. And so uh, I think George is very, because he likes that, he's very uh, much into it. And so he can be very helpful in that area. It helps with your decision-making process. It most certainly does, yes. Hmm. All right. So 
let's get back to some basics then. Uh, so somebody's setting up a business. What, what are some of the basic things that you would advise, George, please? Sure. Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, you, you could have two guys come in. Uh, they're wanting to start a business. And so the first thing you, you sort of need to know is, you know, what's the best structure to organize your business? If it's, if it's really small and, and nascent at the time, there may not be a reason to do anything real complex or, or complicated until the new business proves itself. And so there's an efficiency there that you can, you can save a lot of money for a startup business by just not making those big grandiose uh, moves before they can really support themselves. Uh, you know, it takes there, there's a cost and an effort to maintain a partnership LLC and things like this. And some of the requirements that, that uh, those kinds of entities have uh, can, can add to your, uh, you know, your overhead. And so a new bit, when someone comes in with a, a business idea that they want to start, uh, the first thing I ask them is, you know, what's the first year or two going to look like so that we can kind of sometimes they just have to take baby steps, you know, uh, and then if but if it's going to be a bigger scale kind of operation, then then you're wanting to make a decision as to, you know, what type of entity to choose. And is it is it eventually going to be is it eventually going to go public uh, or is it always going to be? a partnership or a, a, you know, a family, small family business. And so those are some of the things that, that uh, you thought processes you go through uh, when you're trying to form the business and, and, and choose the different tax structures that are out there. And that'll have a bearing on maybe not so much how much you pay in taxes, but it'll certainly have a bearing on the complexity of the forms you have to fill out. Won't it? It's both, uh, you know, the different forms of uh, business entities can lend themselves to different efficiencies, you know, in in saving on taxes. And uh, so, yeah, you know, the, there's a tax savings uh, aspect to it that you can uh, that you can, you know, take advantage of. And then, yes, the, the forms are, are big. And I'll tell you a funny story. I've had several occasions uh, in the last couple of years where new clients have come through the door and they've they've either already set up the LLC or the S Corp or something. And and in those situations, what they've told me is, oh, that's okay. I don't have to worry about that thing this year because I haven't done any business in it yet. Well, the, the nuance of that is that when you set up a separate entity like an LLC and when it's set up as a partnership or an S-Corp, you must file, even if you don't have any activity. Right. And the bear trap is that if you don't file, the penalty is $199 per month per shareholder. <laughs> uh, that, that can uh, run must, up pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. yeah, it, it can sting, especially for a small startup. So uh, it's painfully easy to go to the state website and create an entity. It's very easy. But boy, it's everything after that that uh, that folks you know need to understand uh, in order to kind of keep from tripping and skinning their knees.
Oh, absolutely. And, of course, Mm -hmm. there are the federal forms that you have to file regardless. Uh, Like, uh, for instance, uh, it doesn't matter which type of business that you decide. You still have to get a a federal ID number, do you not? Um, Yes. Yeah, you you, it's always a good idea, even if you don't create a separate entity, even if you're a sole proprietor. Um, it's a good idea to have uh, to get a, uh, an EIN, an FEIN. Uh, that way you don't have to share your Social Security number with the different vendors that you might be doing business with, et cetera. And uh, the, that EIN is an employer identification number. Isn't that what that stands for? Something like that. Yeah, it's it's the tax. It's the the social security number for for the business. Entities. Yeah, for the business. Yeah, entities. there's a couple of different ways that they refer to them. Right, and now yeah, right, and uh, the good part is I don't think this. I don't think the IRS can charge you anything to set that part of of it up anyway. Can they? Does that cost anything? No, they don't. But you know, there are several questions that you have to ask, and if you're not really fully understanding how you're answering those questions, then you can you can paint yourself in a corner. Yeah. But yeah, no, the the, the service is free. Uh, it's done online. And Lucy, you know, these are all the questions that everybody starting a business has to deal with right out of the gate, right? Yes, and uh, you know, I'm just thinking it would be a very good idea. I hope to suggest that to George. To you know, we teach a class, of course, on how to start your own business. I haven't been to one of those classes in a long, long time, and I wonder if we're uh, really covering those kinds of details because uh, most everybody that comes in, they all want to start an LLC for the most part. And uh, George is right. I mean, it's expensive if you don't immediately start working and, and making some money, or at least know that you're going to have some expenses uh, once you form an LLC. And if you don't get going, it's going to cost you money. So, and it's not just the starting amount. And I don't know what the starting amount is right now, but uh, you know, to open up the LLC. But whatever it is, and you are not using it LLC immediately, it will be expensive. Uh, so, I, I yeah. think that's something that has to be mentioned uh, a little bit more often. To be honest. To start an LLC with the state of Florida is just, uh, it's $150. It's very, you know, like I said, it's very easy. Here, here's something that, that maybe a lot of people don't understand uh, or are aware of. Uh, an LLC is kind of like a chameleon. It can take on and elect to have or to be treated in different ways. It could be a partnership. It, it could be a sole proprietor. It could be an S-corp. It could be a C-corp. Um, by default, that LLC is a it's either a sole proprietor or a partnership. And that's usually what gets folks uh, kind of into trouble because a sole proprietor doesn't have a separate filing. It's part of your personal 1040. And, and you avoid that penalty that uh, of not filing if you accidentally don't file. But if you have more than one member in that LLC, then you're automatically a partnership. And the partnership is kind of uh, the more complicated structure. There's, there's a lot of screwy rules that go on with, with the partnerships. But the big thing is that you are required to file a separate entity or uh, a separate filing uh, on a form 1065 partnership return. And if you don't, and if you, you know, you're required to, then the IRS is going to send you a letter with penalty letters. 
Um, it's from that point, that default point on the LLC, depending on the number of members that you choose to maybe elect to be treated as another type of entity, like a corporation. Okay. What we'll do is we have to step in here to take a break. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation. Once again, this is basic stuff, ladies and gentlemen, but every business needs to know it and needs to be on top of it. By the way, George Raritan's website is planningoffices.com. Just spell it out, planningoffices.com. And while you're at it, please also, if you haven't already, go to orlando.score.org and sign up for the newsletter. Okay, so please stay with us because we will be we will be right back with more of what's the score. We're back. We are what's the score, and once again, we want to thank you for tuning in and telling everyone about the show. We really do appreciate it. I am Christopher Hart, along with Lucy Polito, one of the only two award-winning score volunteers. She is our guest today, George Raritan, and uh, he is a financial advisor and tax expert, and his website is planningoffices.com, planningoffices.com. And in the prior segment, we were talking about one of the basics and Probably the first basic is to decide what type of business entity that you want to be as a business. What what might be the next couple of steps along the way to save yourself some time and hassle later on down the line, George? Well, you know, the the other conversation I'll have, especially when it's uh, two people wanting to form a business, is how are you going to get out of that business? You know, succession planning. Um, A lot of times... If, if something happens to one of the partners or one of the, the owners, uh, the, the surviving owner doesn't really want to uh, be in business with the family. Um, and so I always recommend and tell, tell the folks that, uh, look, you know, make your decision on how you want to buy each other out uh, before this, this business is worth a dime. And, you know, Lucy, that's that's something a lot of people don't think about when they come in the door to score, is it? That's absolutely right. You know, you don't think about those things. Just like you don't think, God forbid, one of you could die. You know, same thing. Uh, so, you know, there's so much that everybody has a dream, I think, of starting a business and having their own business. But, boy, oh, boy, there is so much involved in starting a business, having a business, keeping a business uh, ending the business it's amazing and that's why you know that's why score is there and it's also a reason why we're here to help uh and we try to help as much as we can obviously we don't all have the answers to everything and that's why we uh surround ourselves really with experts uh people such as uh george that can help i mean there's a lot of things that i certainly don't know about you know taxes and all that kind of stuff so you know, we surround ourselves with people who are experts in an area. And that's, the, you know, that's the strength that SCORE has. Okay. George, did you want to tack on to that before I go to another question? Uh, no, no, that's that pretty, that does cover it as far as succession planning. And, you know, it's, uh, it's some, it's the, uh, it's the unexpected events that usually yeah. surprise businesses. What's what's a, a big mistake? What's one of the things you should stay away from or, or make sure you don't do? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, and, and it happened to me just this March. 
in Florida, um, there's kind of a rule uh, where if you have employee, if you have just one employee, you don't have to get workman's compensation. Uh, unless you're in the construction business. In the construction business, if you have a single employee, you must get workman's comp. Well, uh, one of my interns just in March was simply walking around her desk, uh, and she tripped and twisted her ankle. Now, and and I didn't really know this uh, fully, um, but but she tripped on her own. It wasn't uh, it wasn't anything that was associated with the building or anything that we did that caused the act the the accident. But uh, in Florida, if you hurt yourself at the business, it's it's a workman's comp related claim. Now you think, okay, it's just a twisted ankle, but you know what? She ended up losing time and having to have surgery. If I didn't have workman's compensation, that would have buried me because she cannot make the claim on her own health insurance policy. The, the, the medical, uh, the emergency room, the hospital that she went to wouldn't accept her card. And I had always known about the, the little rule with construction um, businesses because I have, you know, two handfuls of, of those kinds of businesses. But uh, I wasn't aware that you that it was mandatory that it be claimed under workman's comp. And those are the kinds of things that that really can can bankrupt a small business, especially if they're just getting going. Okay. All right. So once again, if you are in need of a tax advisor for your business, financial planner, go to planningoffices.com to contact George, planningoffices.com. So how did, how did you fare during the last couple of years when everything you know, was shut down and everything? Because a lot of your business sounds like it could have easily been done uh, without face-to-face contact. You know, I was blessed. Um, I was driving up I-4 and the 408 and the 417 to the office every day during the shutdown. I was so fortunate. Um, we, 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 you know, I, I guess I, you know, I was, a, I was a necessary business. People still had to file and do all these kinds of things. Uh, it was a lonely road at that time. I'll tell you, it was kind of spooky. Um, but we we really didn't shut down. We kept we kept going. There was a, a short period of time where uh, I you know I do have my phone system that that rings at my office. Uh, but uh, you know we we people still came in the office. They wore their masks. We had the we had the hand sanitizer everywhere. In fact, I'll t- to be honest, we've always had hand sanitizer in our offices because we have so much traffic during, you know, February to April, there's a lot of people coming through. Um, so we've always been very oriented towards that anyway. Uh, but, but during the shutdown, uh, I was very fortunate to, to really still have a lot of work to do that, that needed to be done. All right. And that, that's kind of the way it was, wasn't it, Lucy, that, you know, Unfortunately, there there were those who benefited and those who it didn't really affect, and then those who, you know, really got really got it stuck to them. Yeah, you know, this was a very interesting experience in everybody's life because uh, a lot of businesses had to shut down, and as always, there's also some new businesses that come up, and 
uh, new ways of doing things. For instance, uh, this uh, home delivery of food. I mean, now everybody does it. Now we're not in a pandemic anymore, and yet a lot of people would rather just order their food and have it delivered than go to the restaurant. So, you know, there's a, you know, those, that's a simple thing that has happened as a result of the pandemic. So things changed. And uh, George, I guess, was a, one of the lucky ones that really didn't have to worry too much about that because we all needed to get Uncle Sam off our backs. So we went to him. And, of course, you saw just what I mentioned up close and personal, I take it, George, because you deal with various forms of businesses. Exactly. Uh, you know, the financial crisis, go back 12 years, the financial crisis affected my business greatly. I had a lot of people that that came through the door that had been with me for a while. They came in and they said, George, I'm just going to go retire early because, you know, my, my business is gone. And so uh, I'm sort of a, a derivative. Uh, it's sort of a derivative effect uh, when things like that happen. And, and guess where we're heading right now? you know, recession. And uh, that's going to affect a lot of businesses. So although I wasn't affected greatly by COVID, um, I'm looking forward and I'm planning and I'm, I'm, I'm expecting that, that some of my clients will, you know, will, will have to shutter their doors, unfortunately. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, it is unfortunate. And, but uh, this is why, once again, you need good financial people around you, ladies and gentlemen, to help shield you as much as possible for these ups and downs. <laughs> Obviously, shield you from the downs and and help you consolidate and prepare for them while you have the ups. Because that's you know, it, even though this 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 is uh, over the last couple of years, it's it's been a wild ride. The economy is always cyclical, right, Lucy? I mean, you've seen it over the years. Oh yes. Yeah. Well, the good news for George, I guess, is no matter what, even if you lose your business or whatever, you still have to file a personal tax. So either way, you're still going to be okay. (laughs) All right. Um, So once again, uh, George's uh, website is planningoffices.com, planningoffices.com. And the 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 tax the, the tax situation now is not really dramatically changed over the last couple of years, has it, uh, George? Well, uh, for individuals, it did, um, and and actually for the small business owner, you know, as far as their taxes go, when when there was when they changed the tax laws from seventeen to eighteen, there was uh, something called the qualified business income deduction. Um, and, and that, that was instituted in 18 and that was a, that's a 20% deduction of your profits that are not taxable. Uh, and along with that and some of the other, uh, changes that they made, you know, the, the, they lowered the personal income tax rates. And for the most part, small businesses are partnerships and S corps, and those are passed through entities. And what that means is the, the business may, if the business makes $100,000 of profit that year, that, that profit is not, the tax on the profit is not paid by the entity. It passes through to the owners and the tax is calculated on the individual 
uh, return. And so this QBI deduction, which reduce further reduces those profits, uh, which was part of this this tax reform that they did starting in 18. You know, the big thing that's coming up is the that legislation sunsets in 2025. And so it's going to be up to Congress to either extend these these current rules, come up with something new, or otherwise it reverts back to the old rules. And so when you're, with respect to all the, the score people and uh, anyone planning to start a business, when you're, when you're, when you're doing your, your five-year plan, uh, you ha- you're going to have to kind of make a little bit of an adjustment and a what-if analysis to, to maybe maybe account for higher taxes and things like some kind of a change in the structure uh, in, in a couple of years. Okay. Well, at this point, we'll take another break and come right back with more of What's the Score? What's the score? Once again, thanks for tuning in. I am Christopher Hart, along with Lucy Polito, George Raridan, our guest today. Before we get back to the discussion, though, once again, I'd like to remind you that radio is still a great way to get your message to a mass audience, especially in a great market like the Orlando market, ladies and gentlemen, one of the largest media markets in the country. And, of course, you have one of the largest sounding radio stations right here at Salem Media Group Orlando, actually two of them, and they can get your message out to mass audiences and do it very efficiently. And now with Surround Orlando, I'm sorry, Salem Surround, you can go to surroundorlando.com to find out more about them. They can integrate your social media platforms either with or without a radio presence as well. So please go to surroundorlando.com to find out more about that. If you'd like to speak with someone, you can call Salem Media Group Orlando at 407-618-1760. That's 407-618-1760. And once again, they can get your voice integrated. They can get your message out to a mass audience, and it's so easy to do. So please give them a call and tell them when you get a hold of them that Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hart sent you. Okay, that brings us back to George. When we left off, you were beginning to talk about sort of forward-looking. You were in reference to uh, some tax laws right now that are on the books that uh, will will go out of effect, that will expire if they're not extended. And But there's more to it than that, isn't there? Forward-looking well, planning? Yeah, I mean, you know, and I'm sure uh, over at SCORE, they, they talk about five-year plans and things like this. And so, yeah, it's really important to understand, you know, the environment that you're working in, understand, uh, you know, the business cash flow, um, I just had a, a, a new client that was uh, starting a business and she went to get a loan and, and the, the bank wanted to know her cat wanted her cash flow statement. And uh, she was a bit confused about that. But, uh, you know, understanding the sensitivities of your business and, and what can happen if certain things uh, go on. Uh, is really important to, to keeping to, to sur- you know making sure you can survive through the tough times, and so understanding uh, the, the the economy and and what's possibly happening, tax legislation, things like that, are are really important in your in looking at your five year plan and and always updating it and 
and kind of the keeping an eye on it. Uh, that's it's it's critical to staying at take, staying one step ahead. That really is, isn't it, Lucy? It sure is, uh, and you know. A lot of people really don't particularly care to think about that. And uh, that's when they really get into trouble. So uh, I I try, especially people who are, you can tell, are relatively new into the business world and they're just starting business. They, they really need to talk to uh, a tax person uh, when they get going and, and as they're going, because uh, that could come back. And, and if they don't do things the way, the correct way, uh, that can really hurt them down the road. We at SCORE uh, do not give any tax advice because really, yeah, we don't, you know, we know the basics, but we wouldn't be able to really get into it like George does. So uh, my advice is always, you know, you, if you're starting a business, you have to go see an attorney. you got to go see a tax person for sure. Okay. what uh, What's the question you get the most of here lately, George? Hmm. Uh, golly, from a, from the business perspective, you know, w- with the folks that come through the door, you know, my clients, they're they're always interested or or wanting to know how much they should pay themselves, and that's a big issue for the IRS. Uh, they, you know, you if you're running a business and you have a separate entity like a, a partnership or an S corp, you have to take a paycheck. Even if it's just if you're the only person there and the language of the in the publications is that, you know, you have to pay yourself commiserate to the industry. Um, So, uh, you know, you you can't just pay yourself minimum wage when when you're an engineer uh, or uh, some other professional kind of a, a, a job job occupation where you might you know where you are earning a lot of money. There was a famous uh, recent uh, tax court case where, ironically, a, a, a financial advisor was earning in the neighborhood of $300,000 of profits uh, with through his business, but he was only taking a $25,000 paycheck. And of course, the IRS didn't like that. And the reason they don't they they don't one of the reasons they don't like that is that, uh, you know, the payroll is subject to Social Security and Medicare. And and so that's an important tax revenue to the government. And so they they enforce that. And and in recent years, uh, in the past eight, nine years, the Congress has given the IRS a lot more teeth in in enforcing that and and uh, really uh, changing what was reported as profits on your tax return and 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 saying that, no, no, that's compensation and, and that's subject to payroll taxes. And, and so we've been talking about taxes in general, uh, you know, today, but we haven't delineated between income taxes and payroll taxes. And so it's really important to understand whether you're a sole proprietor or whether you have a separate entity that as the owner, you know, the income that you put into your pocket is subject to both. Uh, and so you may think that you're in uh, a 12 percent bracket um, or maybe the 22 percent bracket if you're you're just a small business. But, you know, you have to add on top of that the expense and the cost of the, the Social Security and Medicare, which is 15.3 percent. So 
you know, and, and that's 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 always going to be the biggest uh, expense of any particular business, uh, especially, you know, when they have the uh, when when it's uh, dependent on a lot of employees. All right. Uh, George Raritan, our guest, planningoffices.com is his website. George, we only have a few minutes left. Uh, what are some last thoughts you would like to leave the audience with? Uh, yeah, go to irs.gov. And if you're if you're starting a business and you're you're going to hire employees, we'll stay on that topic for a second. Um, understand what the difference is from the IRS's perspective uh, between an employee and a subcontractor. Um, that is kind of like the workman's comp accident uh, situation where you don't have the insurance. If you're paying people as subcontractors where you're not uh, collecting the social security and Medicare, the IRS, if, if the IRS gets wind of that, that's something that can also bury a business. And so, you know, they they, they have it in black and white, the, the, the things that constitute an employee versus a subcontractor and, and understand that if, if you're not working with a professional, um, make sure you understand what those little dynamics are so that you don't accidentally pay someone as a subcontractor when they really are an employee. Don't, doesn't the IRS have like a list of a couple of dozen questions <laughs> that if you answer yes, points. I'm sorry. There's about 10 points, yeah. And if you answer uh, they, yes to any one of them, then any one or more of them, then, then that qualifies you as an employee, not a subcontractor. That makes, yeah, that makes you an employee. All right. Okay, about last two minutes. Well, um, you know, I, I, we are, we're heading into some, uh, some rocky times, and so if you're getting ready to start a business – uh, and you're looking at uh, planning, you know, putting together your cash flows, uh, add, add a fudge factor, <laughs> you know, uh, don't, don't try to, to make it too, uh, too tight. Make sure that you've, you've got, uh, you've, you've ad- adequately accounted for your expenses and things. And that way, once you get going down the road on it, on starting your business, uh, you, you know, you don't have, uh, you know, particular uh, cash flow problems or financial problems because because it distracts you from doing what you really want to do, which is your business, whatever that business might be. And you see a lot of that, don't you, Lucy? Yes, I, we do. We certainly do. You know, starting a business is not any, you know, it sounds very easy. And everybody has the idea that I'm going to be successful because I know this particular subject matter that I'm going to get into. But there's so much more involved. And we just want to make sure people do it right. And again, that's why we're there. We want to help and guide you accordingly. And if we don't know, we'll guide you to the proper individuals or company or whatever it is. All right. All right. So uh, once again, George Raritan has, has been our guest today. Planningoffices.com is his website, planningoffices.com. And, you know, a lot of people think that only the, the, the springtime is tax season, but really tax season is year-round, isn't it, George? Oh, thankfully, I, I, I'm i just thankful. I, I have work to do all year long, and it's not just from, you know, my clients, the, my procrastinating clients. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right, because you got the uh, the alternate deadline coming up in October for extensions, right? 
That's right. And the IRS is always sending out love letters. Oh, boy, don't they ever. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, all right. So once again, planningoffices.com is George's website. Uh, please check him out there. And uh, and when you do, tell him you heard him on the radio show. We really would appreciate that. And uh, once again, please uh, go to orlando.score.org. Sign up for the excellent newsletter there, orlando.score.org. That's where you'll also uh, get alerts or you'll be able to see it, what's coming up in terms of the Coffee with the Leader presentations or anything else that SCORE's got going on. And they always got something going on because there's always something going on at the National Entrepreneur Center because SCORE is only one of more than a dozen, I think it's like 16 now, great local organizations that are all there with the same purpose, and that is to help you succeed in business. So Orlando.score.org. Once again, to call and make an appointment or speak to a SCORE volunteer, 407 4204844. And once again, please do go to Facebook and give us a big like there. That's Score Orlando on Facebook. So that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Uh, so until next week, that's all for What's the Score? Cause there ain't no doubt.